Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL and this is episode 102. And on tonight's episode, we're giving our coronavirus update of the week. The guys talk about uh, some facts that's going on with the virus. Uh, We start talking about our personal situations going on with uh, living through this uh, unprecedented time. And uh, we we go through all that. Um, After that, we uh, welcome Hannah U. Vegas back on the show as uh, she kind of uh, lets herself in on the conversation. And we get into the Tiger King phenomenon. Last week, we previewed it. This week, everybody's watched it. So we talk about uh, what we think. We talk about our characters uh, that we enjoy, that we loathe, and uh, you know what we think of this uh, Netflix documentary phenomenon. And speaking of Netflix documentaries, we talk about our top five documentaries that we've seen um and uh, we go through those lists each of us uh after that we kind of do a little bit of a self self-help uh segment where uh, we talk about our situations right now kind of how we're feeling as we're um at home for this time and uh we go through uh kind of our daily routines and you know what's going on with us and talk about ways that you know we can help each other uh, cope through this time uh of our uh, stay home order, uh, especially in the state of Ohio here and all across the United States. So that is pretty much going to do it. But before that, let's get into the beers of the week. And yes, I said beers because once again, we're doing this remotely and uh, we have all different beers uh, from Cleveland breweries. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Beer of the week time here on LOTL, and just like last week, each of us have a different beer because we're recording this remotely, so we are all in our respective houses, apartments, all that stuff. Um, so we each went out and uh, decided to support a local business, a local brewery. So each one of us have a different beer this week. So uh, Jordan, if you want to go first and tell us what you got and uh, yeah, uh, how it tastes and a little bit about it, and then we'll go around the uh, virtual room here. Sure. So I um, ended up just getting a masthead can. Um, I wanted to get a crowler or a growler, but it didn't work out. So I ended up just getting masthead, one of my favorite Cleveland breweries, and I got their IPA, um, which I don't know if we've actually featured on the show before, but it's just their masthead? basic IPA. Well, no, we featured masthead. I don't know if we featured their IPA before. Um, I know we featured other beers from them before, but I'm not sure if we featured the IPA. It's literally just called IPA, uh, and it's described as massive amounts of Simcoe and Mosaic hops for a delicious dose of pine, passion fruit, and grapefruit. Uh, I would agree with that. I would say I, I taste the pininess and it's very West Coast. It's very traditional IPA. Um, it's not bad. It's good. If you like IPAs, you'll like it. If you're new to IPAs or kind of on the fence with IPAs, you probably won't like it. But I'm a fan. I can definitely taste a little of the grapefruit, which I like. I'm always a fan of, of those citrusy flavors. 
but yeah, it's it's delicious. I'm I'm a fan. I could drink a lot of these, no doubt. Yeah, Jordan, you got, we can test to that. I had that last week or maybe two weeks ago, I think. Mass head, and I've never had it before. Oh, I was gonna say not on the podcast. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. What did, what did you think? What did you think of it, Jimmy? I liked it a lot. I mean, like you said, kind of a traditional um, IPA, but um, I was a big fan. And I think Ryan, Ryan Donathan, who was a guest on the episode, shout out, a couple episodes, Ryan. shout out. Uh, Ryan agreed with me. He's a big fan as well. So yeah, shout out. Um, but yeah, love Masshead. But what I yeah. got this week is not Masshead. I got Saucy Brew Works uh, Uber ASAP. Okay. Um, yeah. Good beer. It is described as a super juiced version of IPA ASAP, hazed and juiced with blood orange and vanilla. And oh my God, it's phenomenal. It tastes like a creamsicle. Oh, so, wasn't this the yeah. one that, Dan, wasn't this the one that you were? Well, you, you, you thought it wasn't as good as the, the normal. Uh, throw uh, me under the bus there. This, no, this it, not, it. no, it's um, <laughs> it, not that it wasn't. Well, it's just it different. Dif- it's it, different. It wasn't what I remember. So maybe I'm just remembering a different beer. Um. So yeah, I I, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I actually got a six pack of it uh, a couple weeks ago because I was really excited because they canned it again, and uh, it's yeah, definitely it's, good. It's just not what I remember. But like I said, I'm probably just remembering a different, a totally different beer. So yeah, and Dan enjoyed every uh, ounce of that six pack, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I do remember that. I have no idea what you're talking about. My mother just, might be listening to this, James. I just said you enjoyed it. I didn't say anything. There's else. nothing wrong with it, Dan. There's nothing wrong with enjoying something. Uh all right. So uh yeah, that's uh that's Jordan and Jimmy. I have a uh local favorite of I know uh myself and Jordan. I don't know if Jimmy's been here yet. I don't think so, but we'll get him here this summer for sure. Um, I'll just say this before I even say it, who it is. Uh, if you are, let's assume that we get past all this virus thing and we can go back to living our lives how we used to and be able to go out freely whenever we want, wherever we want and all that stuff. If you have a dog, even if you don't have a dog, but especially if you have a dog, go to this brewery. It's Terrestrial Brewing Company or Terrestrial Brewery. Brewery, yeah. I hate that word. Brewery is such a weird it word. It's such a weird word. Yeah. Terrestrial Brewery. Um, it is in Battery Park. It's down by Edgewater. You can take your dog there, have a couple beers, either inside or outside on the patio. If it's a nice summer day, you can walk down to the beach at Edgewater uh, through the tunnel and just hang out there. Uh, it's perfect. So what I got was their uh, Canopy Crush Hazy IPA. And uh, got a crawler of it. Um, It was actually really cheap. Really cheap. Like, Jordan, I know we were talking last week when we were first started getting these crawlers uh, for these remote remote, um, broadcasts or recordings. And I was like, like looking at some of the prices online for some of the places I was researching getting. And I asked you, I'm like, man, are these like... These seem like expensive. And uh, I started looking around and most of them were like that, but this was only nine fifty. That's that's really good. That yeah. is a really good price. I don't know them. if that's their normal price or if they dropped it down because of uh the times right now and they're trying to do whatever they can to sell more, but um yeah, it's I 
I like a good hazy IPA, so this yeah. is really good. I feel like the price thing kind of depends. I don't know. I've seen them all over the board. Uh, usually they're around ten to ten to fourteen dollars. So nine nine. What was it? Nine fifty. You said nine fifty. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good price. Which of course, also- of course, when you told me nine fifty, I'm like, okay, well now I have to get a second one. So I got two. Oh, hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, supporting it. Shout out. Uh, yeah. yeah, shout out Tony Cost uh, over at uh, Terrestrial. He was uh, he was the only guy there today, which, I mean, obviously nobody was there. Um, and uh, helped me out getting the crawler and everything. So shout out to those guys over there at Terrestrial. Uh, we love you guys. And uh, going to definitely be going back there as soon as uh, this whole virus thing passes for sure. Yeah, Dan, how did it work for Terrestrial? Did you order online? Or- no, I just walked right in. So just walked in. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they had the uh, they had the front doors and the uh, first side door in the patio locked with signs that says "Please walk around to the side door," which is the closest door to the actual bar. So that okay. one was open. Yeah. And then they have they had the normal like seating dining area, um, totally like tabled off. So the only area available was um, the bar area. So I yeah. and I don't think. I think La Plaza has been open there. I don't think they were open there today because they weren't there when I was there. But it that was make, at like 430. Yeah, so wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for them later. to be open there unless. Yeah. Well, I know they, they have been because they said you can oh. get tacos there. Like on their social media okay. posts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, speaking of like patios and outside in summer, um, kind of bummed thinking about this now. Um because the finals, you know, NBA playoffs aren't going to uh, be stop. scheduled. And, and me stop. and Dan and uh, Brandon, um, shout out, Brandon. Uh, we watched a couple of the finals games at Saucy through works. And I just couldn't imagine yeah. a better atmosphere. And like, granted, I've only been to a couple of patio bars, but it just kind of sucks that we're not going to be able to experience that now that the weather's starting to ramp up a little bit. So it's just stop. an all around bummer. Dude, what a I know. bummer. Sucks. I mean, it's just like. It's life as we know it now. I mean, for the foreseeable yeah. future. I mean, who yeah. knows? I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit, but the um, the stay-at-home order was just extended to the whole month of April today by Governor DeWine. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're we're batting down the hatches here for at least the next month. So just hoping and praying that this thing passes sooner than what they think. Right, right. Because, because I don't want to lose my summer, uh, and I don't want to lose my summer, and uh, – Lord only knows what I will do to myself if this impacts football season, either college or the NFL. Because I Can will. I'm. I like. I love baseball and I love the NBA, especially when the Cavs are good, which they're not. But you know, it is what it is. I'm okay doing that because the weather still hasn't gotten really good yet. So it's not like right, right, right. okay. But like when football starts in the beginning of September and then even into like the beginning of October, that is prime weather in Cleveland. So it's Agreed. like if, if I can't like go out and do stuff and then, you know, you can't like meet up and watch football and stuff like that. And, and football season is going to get canceled and stuff. I like I said, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Like I might jump off a cliff like <laughs> like that's no, I, I, I get that 100 percent. And you know, you're. you're you're a big football guy and I like football, but not as much as you. For me, NBA is my favorite sport. Yeah. And 
I am I'm devastated. I I've I've never not seen the NBA. I mean, even the one year they uh they had like a an all they had a lockout for a little bit of the year. They still played a season. Right. Um so like this is the first year of my life that I have memories of that I might not see the end of the NBA season. Right. And it's it's awful. And 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 if anybody has been following the NBA this year, this year was set up to be one of the best uh, in a long time, at least a postseason. So, yeah, I mean, there uh, was it's, it's a huge disappointment, you know. Yeah, I mean, there was there was there's no like Warriors team out there this year for the first time. Right, right. So it was wide like open, half a decade. So and, and Dan too, you not to change the subject, but you and me love European soccer, and there's oh, some know. great storylines going around in that as well. And the Champions League was starting to really look really interesting and. All the different domestic leagues looked really fascinating how the top fours were going to finish, and yeah. they're probably going to be voided, honestly. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, this I is the – guess. So this is the first year in, what, like 30 years that Liverpool is going to win the EPL? <laughs> that's not going to happen. Oh, not, that's, not, 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 not for, uh, not for uh, the fault of, like, anybody else, like, beating them. Just literally right. – uh, I don't even know. Like, the, the virus just saying no. And then, like, this was going to be the first, like, legit year since they started their run that uh, Juve could have legitimately lost. Right. right like, right, there was, like, right. three or four – there's, like, three or four teams in Serie A that could legitimately beat Juve. Well, it was like, yeah, they're, like, one one or two points away from it, right? <laughs> yeah. Three or yeah, something. So, like, yeah. I, know no, I know nobody listening to this podcast have, has any idea what, what I'm talking, talking about. about but, right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's crazy. So, uh, but with that said, uh, Jordan, if you just kind of want to jump in, let's do our yeah. coronavirus update for the week this Absolutely. week. We'll do it first, and then we'll dive into some other uh, hopefully more lighthearted topics. So, Jordan, if you kind of want to just take it away. <clears throat> yeah, so we're like like I always do. I'm going to do state, and then I'm going to do national, then worldwide. Um, it's not as much updates, I guess, as this, this week, although some of the numbers are kind of terrifying and staggering. Uh, so we're going to start with Ohio first. So there's 2000 as of Thursday today, April 2nd, around 3 p.m. There's 2,902 cases in Ohio, 81 deaths, 802 are hospitalized and 260 are in ICU. So some of those numbers are oddly positive and I don't want to, I don't want to make light of the people who are hospitalized because that's a hundred percent, not what I mean to say when I say that, but um, the amount of cases we have versus the amount of people that are hospitalized and who have died is is uh, a lot lower than a lot of other states. Again, I, this is not to make light of any any death is tragic. So, eighty one Ohioans died, and that's that's terrible. And there's two hundred and sixty of our fellow Ohioans who are in ICU, and that's also terrible. Um, so it's very, very serious still. Um, I just wanted to point that out, though. It looks like the the whole what Governor DeWine has done by shutting the state down has been a very positive thing and has helped immensely compared to other states. Um, he has, as you mentioned, Dan, earlier, he has ex- Governor DeWine has extended the stay-at-home order until May 1st. This is not really a surprise to anybody. It's very frustrating, but it's not a surprise, and it's the right thing to do. Um, the officials, including Dr. Amy Acton, are, pr- are uh, predicting that the peak of cases is still several weeks away hopefully that's not true hopefully that's it's sooner than later yeah i think they said uh we're probably two to three weeks away 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, how awesome though would it be if this week it 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 peaks, right? You know, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh that's 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 being helpful. Yeah. Um so there's a few changes to the extension of the stay-at-home order, and they're gonna take effect April 6th. There's really not much difference. There's some small things such as wedding receptions. You can still have one. But they have to, they can only have ten people, so yeah, pretty, essentially no, nobody's having a wedding. They're they're canceling. And well, I, this is I, so I'm so. Sure. This is this is uh, really interesting because it kind of affects uh, one of our uh, most frequent guests. Steve is supposed to get married in June, right? Oh right. yeah. And yeah. right now his reception is scheduled for June. Right. I mean, who knows if that's going to happen? I mean, he he's already told us because you know I'm in the wedding party or whatever, so we're getting mm. we're getting right. pretty frequent updates from him. And he's already said, like, we legit don't know. Like, we're not going to know until, like, the middle of May. So if this if this keeps going, then he's going to have to postpone his wedding. Yeah, 100%. And that's unfortunate. And I already know two couples um, who have canceled. Well, not canceled, but they postponed their weddings. Yeah. Canceled them for the time being. And it's sad. I feel really bad for them. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Um right. There's a few other changes, such as requiring requiring retail and retail businesses and grocery stores, for instance, to establish a maximum occupancy. So one problem has been, well, grocery stores are obviously essential, but they've been packed at times, which is not good for transferring the virus. So yeah. there's gonna, there, you might see some changes where they're going to only let in 20 people at a time, for instance. Yeah. They did uh, that I guess in Italy. Letting their, yeah, yeah. I guess they're in, uh, letting the individual companies make that decision how how many or how few themselves, um, and a few other things like self quarantine if you've if you've been outside of Ohio and stuff like that. Uh, parks are not closed yet, but but Dewine and officials are warning that it's a possibility if they're overcrowded, which is that that's tough because being outside and and walking around is is obviously a positive thing to do right now, but I get it if there's too many people crowding up the trails. Yeah, I think just he's just like he's not things. like he's just I he's not like trying to obviously he's not trying to be mean spirited about it like at all. Oh, 100%, he's right. like legit he's like just legit saying like listen to us and if you don't listen to us we're going to have to take action because right. Like the the longer that people the longer that people congregate in groups the longer this is going to take. Right. No, so, I, I I agree yeah. 100%. It sucks because, you know, going to a park is such a positive thing, especially during a time like this. But but I understand it. Um, all right. So let's go to national stuff. Uh, and by the way, when I'm done, if you guys have any other things to add, feel free, of course. National updates as of today. CNN is reporting there's 236,000 cases. There's 5,600 deaths, the majority of which are in New York, which is terrifying um the well, federal I mean, yeah, stockpiles that, that was yeah, obviously well, the yeah. place that was going to get hit the hardest because it's right. almost impossible to especially in new york city it's like literally impossible to be socially distant oh. in that city it's it's so dense it's so dense it's unbelievable yeah. honestly so yeah that like that um, obviously is the hot yeah correct uh federal stockpiles of medical supplies are almost depleted which is weird i was kind of reading up on this i guess that the nation 
always stockpiles medical supplies for these type of events. And I guess they're already depleted or almost depleted. Yeah. So that's weird. That doesn't mean there's not going to be materials. It just means the federal stockpiles are almost depleted. Yeah. Uh, and a really, really incredibly unfortunate fact, aside from the deaths, is six and a half million people have filed for unemployment. It's one of the um, largest single weeks of, of people filing for unemployment in U.S. history. So that's sad. Uh, yeah, and it's, gonna uh, happen, but it's, it's, it's wild, too, to because... Like, just because you would think that with this time and reality that we're in right now, and if you lose your job, like, because of the virus and not because, like, anything that you did and you file for unemployment, you could still get denied. I know somebody who lost their job because of the virus and uh, they filed for unemployment and they got denied. So it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Well, it's that. And in some cases, they just can't it's it's overwhelming the system so it'll be weeks and weeks maybe months before some people can even know what their status is which is also terrible (laughs) because that doesn't help you when you need help right now you know but it's just a matter of too many people um so yeah and then worldwide updates there's uh we as of today there's officially over a million people worldwide who have uh, COVID 19 there have been 51,400 and so deaths worldwide. It could be more actually though. Um, yeah, I would kind of rolls, this rolls into my next uh, story worldwide story that uh, Bloomberg reported yesterday, which was April 1st, that China had concealed the extent of the virus and well, they are uh, fudging the numbers, I guess would be the word to say, yeah. which I well, hate not, to be like this, but a surprise to nobody. Well, North Korea says they don't have a single death. So yeah, of course. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair to North Korea, though, they don't like. So they might actually not have that much yeah. exposure. But true. But I, um, I understand what you're saying. But China, but yeah, though, like, they're a huge business country. That's ridiculous. They're obviously downplaying the numbers of deaths. And of course, they are. Like, um, yeah. Like, how how could how could uh, how could we in the U.S. have doubled the amount of cases right. that Wuhan has? That's ridiculous. Right. That's, it, 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 exactly. that's factually incorrect. So we, there's no way. We all know that. We all knew. That's why I put like it's a surprise to absolutely yeah. no one. I think um, I, we all knew this was the case. It just yeah. I, I think know, the I think the deaths sure. might be accurate here at least, um, but right. obviously the number of people who have it is way oh, off. Oh, it's because, higher, and because yeah. we just because not everybody not everybody can or is getting tested, so we don't know like the number of people who have it. It's obviously right. way higher. Like obviously, I think the deaths being reported is probably somewhat accurate because. They literally died. Like, how else are you going to report oh, that? Like, right, unless right. You say, unless you make up and say it's another cause, but, you know, whatever. Oh, 100%. And even Dr. Fauci and, and Amy Ack, you know, major medical officials have been saying, hey, look, there's probably a lot more people that have it. We just aren't testing them. So 100%. Um. A quick update on the congressional bill, which sucks, is I guess I didn't. I guess myself and other people didn't realize that the uh, the the government checks that will be going out. It's going to possibly take a long time. 
to get some of those check to get the money out to people, which is unfortunate because people. Yeah, I, I, I I never believed any single report that was saying like, oh, we're going to get them in like three weeks. Okay. And if you remember too, Dan, you might remember that when they gave out checks in that economic crisis. Uh, I remember my dad, he told me this past week, actually, he had to wait almost three months before he got his check. So, you know, it's going to be a while for a lot of people, it sounds like, to get your checks. Right. But, right. Um, yeah, that's really all I have for coronavirus updates. Uh, the it, it, It's just really the numbers going up. I wanted to talk about this, too. If you guys don't mind, we have a quick discussion it looks like some medical officials are now saying it probably is a good idea to wear a mask when you go out or if you're around the public. Uh, and at first they were saying that was a don't, you don't need to do that. So it's kind of weird that they're switching that and it's frustrating because had I had known that from the beginning, I would have happily bought masks and worn them when I go to the grocery store. But you know, they were telling us don't do that. It doesn't matter. And now they're kind of saying you should do that. So, Ah, that's frustrating. Have you guys yeah, had any thoughts uh, on that? Or yeah, um, I'll, I can chime in. Uh, at first, when this all started happening, I heard from like a doctor who like literally has a book on. Um, he's an epidemiologist, so this is like his right in his wheelhouse. And he said it's not going to matter if you wear a mask; like you're going to be in contact with it either way. Um, like basically, if you're around it, washing your hands or wearing a mask isn't going to help at all. But now, like you said, Jordan, you're hearing stuff saying, you know what, you should wear a mask. So the mm-hmm. how many weeks, how many days you were wearing one, you probably should you should have been. Right. So right. it, it is right. frustrating. Well, and and um, I, you might understand the suit, Jimmy. Like I think of every time I go to the grocery store, which has been quite frequently because I've been eating a lot of fruits and vegetables the last week and a half. Yeah. Uh, and you can't just buy a million of those because they'll go bad. So I've been going every few days, right? And I'm thinking, like, man, that sucks. Like, I, if I would have known, I would have had when I go to the grocery store. And I'm sure at your grocery store, but, too. I, I was at uh, the Giant Eagle here uh, a few days ago, and I went in, and surprisingly, it wasn't that crowded, but um, it was like dimly lit. A lot of places were kind of closed off. Uh, and then I went to buy um, the, actually this beer, and there was tape on the ground, you know, six feet apart. I'm sure everybody's right. seen that by now. Right. And like the plexiglass right behind the counter. And yeah. As uh, I was checking out, I heard this cashier, the cashier kept saying to people, you know, be safe. Mm-hmm. She's right. wearing like gloves, a mask, like a whole get up. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what is this? A Twilight Zone well, episode? No, it's, it's crazy. So weird. The, the liquor store near my house, Simone's on Detroit, they're, uh, oh my goodness, they must be making a killing right mm-hmm. now. They're, it's always full, like jam packed, right? I understand. Yeah. I, I, uh, and, and, sorry, you, go ahead. You know what I'm, no, I was just li- uh, real quick. I was just, and I kind of feel bad for the employees because they're being exposed to literally right? everyone in like everyone. a 10, five or 10 mile radius to get their liquor and their drinks. And all, all the employees had masks and gloves on. So, um, you know, and that's probably the smart thing to do, but it starts to make me think, Hey, maybe I should be doing the same when I go to these places. Mm-hmm. So liquor sales were up 23% in March compared to last year what do you think it's gonna be at the end of this month for the for the week after the state closed bars liquor sales were up 63 percent wow yeah so it's yeah i mean well i mean 
I can't, you know, I, people can't go to bars. They're still going to, if, if they can right. find a way to do it, people are still going to drink, especially when they have nothing to do in the house, like nothing to do, but sit at home. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to watch TV and drink. Of course. Like, you know, I mean, that's not the advisable thing to do. Like you should still be trying to like get exercise and like do other stuff and not like drink yourself into a stupor. But right, right. You know, let's be honest when people are forced to stay in their house, like that's probably what they're going to gravitate to if they have it. So, yeah, and, I th- and I think some of it too, like if you think of it, Dan, I don't frequently drink tons of liquor or anything when I'm at home on a day to day. Like if I drink any liquor, it's going to be if I go or something. So, but you can't go out. You can't do any of that. So you, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to have the same even drinking habits you've had, you're going to need to buy more drinks and do that at home. Yeah. And it's also kind of fun to like make some cocktails when you're at home, which is not a thing I yeah. do on an average week. So, yeah. Well, well, when I said liquor, like that includes beer sales too. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know, but I um, I'm actually a little bit shocked that liquor and beer stores haven't been shut down. Because what is essential about <laughs> a liquor in a beer store? I mean, you know, no offense to them. Like if you guys are listening and you work in a beer store, I'm happy that you guys still have your jobs and you're still open. And actually, you guys are killing it right now. But like, what? why are liquor stores still open? Honestly, I think it's the fact that why do they have to close? Like if you're ha- like... Th- well, it's like you said. They're, like it's you said. They're, they're really busy. Like there's a lot of people in there. Yeah, and, and if they want to do curbside, that's one way to fix that problem or even right. just reduce how many people come in. I, I think it would be absolutely ridiculous to to not let – you're just killing off more industries for no reason. People want to drink. It helps people cope through some of this stuff. And, and some of it is just keeping the right. industries right. alive. But, I'm, so. but, but what I'm saying is like there's an order in place that says only essential businesses can be open. What What makes a liquor store an essential business? That's my question. I, I understand that, but I, I guess, like I like like to be honest with you, I don't really, I don't, I don't really care right now that they should be open because people like to drink. Like, like, like you said, they, at the very minimum, they should be doing like online to go orders only and like curbside pickup. There shouldn't be anybody. It's it's like a, it's like a brewery. Like I said, I went into Terrestrial. And they have basically the entire thing shut off. And you can only walk into yeah, one door. Yeah. And you walk in, you get your beer, you get out. There's no like browsing like, oh, what kind of beer can I get there? I guess it's no different than a grocery store, though. Like if they're going to if they're gonna shut down liquor stores, they need to shut down grocery stores and do everything curbside. Well, gro- well, no- well gro- grocery stores, <laughs> I know grocery no, stores are essential. Like you need... You need food. Yeah, but you're still spreading the virus when you go around. Like that's what I'm saying. I get that. I get that. But you're doing it for a cause to like stay alive by eating food. Like, yeah, you're not going to die if you don't drink vodka. I know. It's it's a thing to keep the people happy. People would literally wait. Wait, who's that? Oh, hello. Wait, what was that? What the heck is that? Hello. It's your favorite co-host. Co- oh, you're a co-host now. Co-host. Well, you're visiting co-host. Wow. Not sorry. Come on now. Your favorite Manny guest. Vegas dropping in. Where the heck did you come from? You know, I have my ways of crashing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. All right. I think so. We'll see. Mm-hmm. What are clear. you doing? Where are you? Um, I am driving home. Actually. Oh God. 
Where'd she go? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She cut out. Oh, no. We lost Hello? her. Oh, there she oh. is. You cut out for a second. She mad. Hey Hello. You there? Uh-oh. This might be a problem. Oh, Hannah. Yeah, we can't hear her, huh? <laughs> uh. Well. And then, then the Jordan left, too. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Okay, this has been fun. Well, we're taking over, and we're just a podcast on the run. So, uh, Jimmy, how you doing, man? What's going on? You got man, the I Baker Mayfield complain. headband rocking right now. Uh-oh, hold on. Did you kick me off? No. No. I don't know what happened. Are you home? I don't know. Are, you, are you in the car or something? No, she's driving. I am. Yeah. Okay, that driving. might be part okay. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. So, well, welcome to the podcast. Uh, is this your yeah. first time? Is this your first time calling in? Yeah. <laughs> first yeah, time, you know, long someone, time. Someone gave me a call-in number, so I figured I'd just see what was going on. Wow. All right. So, Hannah, that? where are you from, uh, and what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I am from... Oh, can you still hear me? And do yep. you have corona? Perfect. And you don't have to say. What, yeah, go what ahead. did you say? Never, never mind. I said, do you have corona? <laughs> you don't have to say. No, <laughs> you don't I, I, I don't think so. That's your subject. Okay, sorry, yeah. go ahead. By the way, okay, hold on. We're going to circle back to that. But my name's Hannah. I'm from Lakewood, oh. Ohio. <laughs> it's nice to uh, meet y'all. Oh, well, thanks for, thanks okay. for calling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, did you hear? Here's my question. Did you hear Joe Exotic just tested positive for coronavirus? No. I did see that on Twitter. It just came across my phone in prison. No. Oh. So there y'all, that's the uh, hot topic for the night. I was calling you know, And you know, he's got it. all kinds of physical issues, so. Oh, yeah. gosh. Wow. The Tiger so, King. We'll talk about the Tiger King a little bit. Hot take from your caller. Hot take. You know? Fire takes. Um, I would ask you yeah. what your beer of the week is, but you're driving, so that would be irresponsible. Um, yes, <laughs> once I'm home and can join appropriately, I'll let you know what I crack open. Yeah. So. Right now, right, it's Chick-fil-A so... and Coca-Cola. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yes. Comfort Chick-fil-A food. does has, have really good uh, soda products, pot products. That is, that is comfort food by far. Yeah. Yes. It is. Now, Hannah, uh, here's, here's a question. What kind of sauce do you get? Oh boy. Uh, so I get honey mustard and the Chick Fil A oh. sauce. Okay, Can't go well, wrong. Yes. The correct Why answers there, we were looking for uh-oh. were Chick Fil A sauce and garlic and herb ranch. Yeah, ranch mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, the, the I sriracha. Have ranch. Oh, you have to get it. It's garlic herb ranch. It is ranch dressing with a little hint of like garlic in it. Oh my gosh. Huh. So good. I need. I so really good. never branched out besides their Chick Fil A sauce because I tried it once and got hooked. So next time you go to Chick Fil A and you get nuggies, get the uh, get the garlic and herb ranch. Fun fact. Right. Fun fact for y'all. I had Chick Fil A for the first time last year, and like, really? oh, I know I, why. Since I was like four or five. I know. I know so, why. I know the yeah. answer to this already. So there was like there was like a fifteen or sixteen year gap where I just didn't eat it because we found out. Uh, for you listeners, I am allergic to peanuts, and you know what? It's just what it is. And uh, there's peanut and they oil. Cook everything in peanut oil. Yeah. Oh, and that's so, right. So we found out at an early age that I was eating Chick Fil A, and there's peanut oil in it. And they're like, "Wait a minute, um, let's not do this. <laughs> like, let's not do this." So I just thought oh. I could eat it. And then last year, I was like, "Wait a minute, I've had Chick Fil A before, 
why did I stop eating it? So I had a Chick-fil-A sandwich and fries and I was fine. So I think my parents really? lied to me my entire life. Yeah. Wait, you're not allergic to peanuts or they no, I, no, I am. peanut oil? No, they use peanut oil. I'm not allergic mm -hmm. to the oil because like something, the uh, protein, not in the oil. I don't know. I don't know science. This is bro science I'm spitting yeah. right here. But, um, Jimmy, you need to uh, you need to have a you need to have a PB and J the night before bed and uh, report in the morning was what happens. If I get diagnosed oh, with uh, I COVID, I will have a PB and J. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, so uh, mark that. What, ha what happens? What happens if you're allergic to peanuts and peanut butter turns out to be the thing that cures COVID? Um, it's been fun. It's been a good twenty two <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a far out. So we, so I had a Christmas party a couple years ago, and uh, Jimmy had told me for the first time, I think that episode that we did that he was allergic to peanuts, and uh, he came, he was like on his way over, and um, our roommate at the time who uh, worked downstairs, he had a bunch of cookies brought in, and he brought them up and put them like on our buffet in our dining room. And like all of them had peanuts in them, so my roommate Paul like freaked out because he knew Jimmy was coming over. And so he, like he like threw threw like half of them away, and then like took a small bunch of them back downstairs. I'm a liability. We thought we were gonna kill That's Jimmy. A scary allergy to have. Right? Yeah. You can't have one of. You can't huh? eat one of uh, nature's nectar, which is peanut butter. Yeah, whatever. Heard it's overrated. Just kidding. My sister. You, no, here's another fun story. Uh, I went to the doctor's, a little kid, maybe like nine or ten, and um, he's like, "So, how you doing? Uh, do you have any like trouble with at school with peanuts? Like kids eating it around you?" I was like, "No, you know, they stuck me uh, in the corner of the lunchroom at the peanut-free table." And he's like, "Okay, well, that's good." Um, he's like, "What about at home? Is there any peanuts? Any peanut butter there?" I was like, "Oh yeah, my sister eats it uh, pretty much every day." And uh, he straight up looked at me dead serious and said, son, I'm surprised you're not dead yet. And oh I was 10. Oh, and you were was, 10. You probably started was, crying like right I away. 10. I was like, me neither. I'm like fist pump. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's why That's why Jen's swollen. It's got all those gains. She eats all that peanut all that butter. protein. Yeah, I know. Right. And then me. Forget the egg whites. It's all about the uh, peanut butter. I've heard it's good. Somebody told me sunflower butter is similar, but not. Well, it's sunflower yeah, seed. It's like, well, so it's like, it's like the whole milk argument. Like when people say they can't drink milk, <clears throat> Jordan, um, and I people can't. are like, oh, just get <laughs> almond milk, uh, get cashew milk, get you whatever. It's not the same. No, no actually, I'm not. I'm gonna be just jump in here. One who can't drink milk. I actually think almond milk and oat milk and all those taste great. So. Yeah, yeah I that's like because you're milk. that's that's because you're not allowed to drink milk. I'm I'm not saying that. I I, ne I ne you can ask my. I never liked it the milk ever growing up. I hated drinking my glass of milk at dinner. I, okay. well, I don't I, like milk. I, like, I absolutely hate it. I, I, I don't ever really find a reason to ever talk to your parents anyway. So I'm never going to ask them that. So. Uh, Did we all grow up drinking glasses of milk like for yes. dinner? Oh, Why yeah. is that not a, that's not a thing anymore, is it? Because oh, it's it not necessary anymore. Still? No, because people realize dairy's not that good for you anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think I think from a certain age, it's not. When you're still really, really, really young, it's still yeah. Good for you. No, it's I like mean, when you're yeah. like when yeah. you're a developing child, yeah. But once you get to like eight, like no, mm, sorry, I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, and let me ask you how you feel about vaccines. Actually, <laughs> what'd you say? I watched a good documentary about that. 
Oh, speaking of documentaries, Dan. Uh oh. What? That was a good segue. Should we go right into it? Man, I'm killing. Yeah, what are you talking about? Hannah just said she saw it on documentary. I said, speaking of documentaries, Dan. Segue. Uh, well, yeah. She, I mean, Hannah already kind of hinted yeah, at it. Yeah, that's true. Well, Jordan, why are you sideways? Because I'm charging my phone and I can't do it without <laughs> being sideways. Ooh, that's disrespectful. Um, yeah. So Hannah already kind of spilled the beans uh, with the whole uh, Joe Exotic testing positive. Uh, so we, I... we we actually did preview this last week, but only Jordan had seen like one episode. Me and Jimmy hadn't watched a second of it yet. Right. Well, now we all have. So, Jordan, ah. you finished it, I'm assuming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Hannah's seen it. Hannah saw it before any of us, I think. Yeah. And then Jimmy's seen pretty much everything now, and I've watched I everything. Left. So, t- Tiger. Here, wait, hold on. wait, wait. Before we start, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the show or the documentary, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, fast forward probably like 10 minutes or so, and uh, we'll catch oh. you up. Yeah, and just make sure you watch it. Um, but yeah, lots of spoilers here, so strap in. Yeah. Guess what? He missed it. Yeah, so Tiger King. Wow. Um, I think that's... I mean, you guys can't see... Well, you guys can see me, but our audience can't. I am SMHing all over the place. Shaking my ride. head. I mean, wild, right? Right. So I think you had to get through the first like and, and if like like Jimmy said, if if this is a spoiler and you've turned our episode off, I guess it doesn't matter. But um, you have to get through the first like two episodes, I think. And then it just like like picks up Fourth of July, like fireworks show just goes off like it's insane. Um, just uh, so let go around, like we said, the virtual room here. Uh, what did everybody think of it? And uh, also, I wanted to ask, is are there. Is there a single character in that show that you found yourself rooting for? Oh, oh, Ooh, that's a good question. Right. Uh, should we like go in order or like start with Hannah? It? What is yeah, Hannah? I can start. Yes, ladies first. Come on now. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> well, I agree with Dan. I kept seeing people like tweet or put things out about it and so i decided to watch the first episode and i was like what is this like it just didn't seem to make any sense that people were that into it but yes as you go it just takes so many left turns along the way that it just becomes just fascinating and it's hard to believe that these people exist in real life you know let alone like multiples of them and pretty much what i've learned is like anyone who decides that they want to own big cats is just certifiably like insane like they're all you know like in their own way um and they have like deep-seated like probably on a serious note like like emotional and mental health issues that they're Mm -hmm. like filling these voids with these very strange unnatural relationships with exotic cats but anyway that's like the psychology side of it um the only person i found in this show that like softened me a little bit was that poor campaign manager oh yes yes um like the fact that he's like i knew he was crazy from like my conversations with him at walmart and then he agrees to like come be his campaign manager and then sees you know his boyfriend obviously kill himself in front of him like the poor guy just seemed like 
he genuinely wanted to run a campaign and was so excited and then got pulled into just such a crazy yeah. scenario. Well, he said so that, that was yeah. the one guy I was like, this poor man. Yeah, because like, like he took it because he wanted to get into politics. Like He was just working at Walmart, and he wanted right. to get into politics. He wanted to be a campaign manager. He um, said it was his dream job. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, 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 you're like, I so if you have somebody like come to you when you're like working at Walmart and be like, hey, even if you don't know who it is and you've never heard of them before, they're like, hey, I'm uh, running for governor and I want you to be my campaign manager. Like people yeah. work in politics for like 20 years to be able to get like that, that uh, title as a campaign manager for even like, right, like, right, on like the local and regional level, like to go right. to a state uh, gubernatorial uh, campaign manager. Like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what else? You know what's so crazy too, Dan and, and and Hannah and everybody, Jimmy, is that he actually got Joe Exotic got nineteen percent of the vote, so I he know. actually did a decent job as a campaign manager. <laughs> well, well, okay. So you got to think, and and no, no shot at the the lovely people of the state of Oklahoma. Oh no, we can take shots at the state. Oh, I'm about but, to take. Yeah, we can. <laughs> but uh, you know, boomer sooner. But nope. um, <laughs> it was Joe Exotic and the state of Oklahoma. It kind of seems like a match made in heaven. Yeah, um, that would. Yeah. I'm actually kind of shocked he didn't get more votes. It's the same people who were like, "Oh, he's not your typical politician. He's a straight shooter." The same people who are voting for our current president okay. are the people exactly. voting for Hannah, Joe Exotic. That okay, is so let's, uh, 100 so Hannah, Hannah, no offense. No, no offense. We don't have you on on our show for your political takes. I, yes, no, yes, Hannah. No, you hey, go. shut up, Jordan. One way or the other. As far as like political leaning, I'm saying that's the same type of people. The people are like, don't want your typical politician. Like those are the exact same like things they were saying in that documentary. Mm -hmm. We want we want someone who's like a local or understands the people, you know. And it's not yeah. a political statement. I'm saying it's the same demographic. <laughs> I agree. No, it, it is. I mean, it is a political statement. Like. You can't qualify it and say it's not a political statement. It is. And then you have Jordan over here saying that, oh, it's the hillbillies <laughs> who voted Donald Trump. I never, I, I never said it was the hillbillies. I as soon as, she's, hillbilly. as soon as she mentioned people to vote for the president, you're like, yes, preach, Hannah. Do it. You know, what's that ridiculous news saying that people say, like, speak there, your truth and all that? There like, is a ton of, there's a ton of city, wealthy city people who voted for Trump. And I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. This, right. It has nothing to do with what part of the country. That's like if you live in the country. That's that's not what I'm getting at. Okay. Whatever. Back, back, backtrack. You're you're really good <laughs> at backpedaling. But okay. Anyway, that was not what I was intending by saying that. I'm saying it's the same type of things you hear. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Who's next? <laughs> I'll go next. Okay. Uh, it was bizarre. It was very strange. There, and, I, and when we talk about our top five, which is back for this week, uh, I'll talk about I'll talk about this feeling I got a little bit more in some other uh, documentaries I've watched. But it was a very weird and bizarre and surreal experience watching this show or watching this documentary, and. Uh, it's kind of it's one of those things where you're laughing, but I, 
at the same time, you know that it's dark and there's some really awful things. And there's definitely parts of it that you weren't laughing at. Um, but I just kind of felt surreal was the word. And it kind of matches with the time we're living in right now with all this crazy <coughs> virus stuff. So it's, it's, it's appropriate that, that, that this, this dropped this, you know, during this time of our lives. Um, what was the other thing we were, you wanted us to, uh, what, what, uh, what characters did you find yourself? Oh, yeah. For, if I any? agree. The campaign manager, I think. Or something like that. Uh, His name is Josh. Yeah. Joshua dial. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I felt for him for a lot of reasons. Uh, he seemed to be very genuine and I, I think that he meant well, and I think he just got a bad hand. Um, I also really felt for Sat. I think his, I, I think Saf. he was a trans, Saf, he was a transgender man, man, but he was identified as a she in the movie, but I guess he's a transgender man. Uh, Saf, I think he was a very genuine person and I, I felt there wasn't any phoniness there. Was that the, was that the person who got her arm chewed off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That was and, wild. And then the the one guy I forgot his name, and I hate that I didn't look this up. He was he had a mustache, and the he had the he he was missing both of his legs. Oh yeah, the he was the zoo up. manager. Yeah, him. I also. I oh yeah, he was sweet. Yeah, yeah, he seemed like a sweet guy. And then the the groundskeeper, the guy with the long hair, beard. So so John Rank was the manager and then the guy with yeah. the long beard and sunglasses Eric yeah. Cowie whoever yeah, yeah. I liked all those guys I, I thought I thought they were cool I mean you know I, I think he definitely regretted like ever having even worked for Joe um and kind of played a part of harming those animals um and I and I found those those characters those people uh real people uh, to be genuine. So those were my four that kind of stood out to me. All right. I, can go. Uh, I guess I can go. Are uh, you going? Yeah, I'll go real quick. Okay. I just might, yeah. Uh, I mean, talk about a crazy documentary. Uh, my sister, <laughs> I, I know Dan, you told me about it. And then Jen started watching it. Uh, she said, you have to just sit down and, you know, <laughs> just set aside a few hours. I was like, all right, whatever. So I watched yeah. the first couple what? episodes with her. I was like, ah, you know, this isn't bad. And then, like nothing else to do. So yeah, and like the the third the third episode just uh, I just unbelievable. I was like, how are these people real life? This can't be a documentary. Has to be made up. Yeah. Um. So I loved it. Um. I still have an episode to go. So um, I'll probably do that right after this. My favorite character, I'd have to say, is um honestly the uh, video producer. Rick. Oh yeah. 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 I thought he was so funny because he knew just how batshit crazy everybody was. He's like, I have to get this all on camera. Yeah. He like went along with it. He's like, Yeah, Joe, you're the Tiger King, man. Let's build you a throne. (laughs) Get you a cape. Let's promote this. And then behind the scenes, he's like, Oh my God, this is gonna be great. Like, this is great content. (laughs) You just knew everybody was out of their minds. The only reason why I didn't like him is because I feel like he was like actively trying to like set them up. And like take advantage of of them. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So like that's like okay, like like he was he was probably the most normal one, but mm-hmm. he was like exploiting them rather than like you know trying to like a, get them help he or gold yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, but like but he I mean, wasn't doing person... it. He wasn't he wasn't really do. I don't think he was doing it with the best of intentions. 
No. I mean, when you have a person like Joe, like you can't even talk about good intentions because he's just an all-around bad person. <laughs> right. as, as, as much as you want to argue that like he meant well, he's just in, insane. So I yeah. think he just kind of wanted to capture that on a film and be like, hey, remember when you guys elected this or almost elected this guy as a governor? Not like he almost won. But right. But there was also like the there was also like the whole thing where he kind of like was holding Joe Exotic ransom because he said like like he had all of the uh like tapes of them that they recorded and stuff and like that he basically yeah. owned him and stuff and that's mysteriously how the how the uh the office building or whatever burned to the ground. Like, mm, which by the way, in the alligators oh, or crocodiles, whatever uh, yeah. right, they were. Which, in the end, I think we can pretty much all agree that Joe Exotic did that. Joe did that 100%. for sure. Which yeah. apparently, oh, those yeah. crocodiles or I don't know, alligators, whatever, those were Michael Jackson's. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that as well. It's amazing yeah. to hear how many celebrities were involved with like all that. Now, hey, look, look who it is. Um, so that yeah, that's right that's my two cents. Yeah, pretty wild. That works. Pretty wild, to be honest with you. Um, did you have anything else, Jimmy? I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, I mean the whole thing with Travis. Uh, I just feel I, I just feel for the kid, Josh, that had to see all that. Yeah. I mean, talk about a kid just that was trying to get like get a job done, and he had the best of intentions, even though he knew everybody was out of their minds. He's like, you know what? This is for the resume. I'm just gonna get through it. Just right. You know, bite my teeth and. He had to see somebody kill themselves. So I can't even imagine was, the trauma that, that kid was. had to go through. I know. Right. When when the light when the flashed whole... when that guy pulled the trigger and shot himself in the face, like yeah. I, like that made me jump. I was like, oh my God. I had to rewind it and watch it like five times. Cause you don't actually see him shoot himself, obviously, but you see the light flash and like like Josh's reaction, like he's like stunned and in shock and he's like, whatever. And then he just gets up and runs out. It's that was crazy. It's just a wild documentary, so it's that's my yeah. those are my thoughts. And I'm definitely yeah. going to watch episode seven after this. Oh, for sure. Um, so here's, I know I'm going to go through. I, I know I didn't ask this question, and we can kind of go back around the room since I'm the last person. I'll kind of start this. Um, I think I number one, I hated Jeff Lowe the most. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, hundred percent. Oh man. my god. Oh, my number god. one, you are, you are so accurate, dude. Number one, just the just looking at him, the dude wears a bandana and like an Echo hat, like over top, like he's like, and he's like an eighteen go, year like, old in nineteen ninety eight. Like, what, goofiest, what are you doing? Goofiest like, goatee of all time. Yeah, with bedazzled jeans that my brother wore mid two thousands. Um. <laughs> He was terrible. I mean, he's literally just a con man. He conned Joe Exotic and tell him like, "Oh, he's got all this money. Let me buy this zoo from you, like, and I'll prop you up, whatever." Because Joe was in financial distress. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> he was the worst. And then <laughs> probably the most iconic scene from the entire show. I don't know if Jimmy, Jimmy, have you seen the the jet ski scene yet? Oh my god. No, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> okay. I won't say anything though. You'll see it. It's probably, it's it's probably so the most iconic scene in the entire show, and it's in the last episode. I've seen it all uh, over Twitter. I just don't know the context. Yeah. Oh, okay. It. So you so you have seen it. That guy, mm -hmm. that guy just looking like a hard ass riding his desk <laughs> across the uh, across the uh, uh, across the lake or whatever wherever he's at is insane. Um uh, how about that haircut, Dan? 
Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, you know what? The haircuts we, in the show in general are fantastic. You oh. know what? We might all, well, we maybe not Hannah because her hair is already long. So, But us three, we might end up with hair like that by the time we can get an actual haircut. Either that or I'm just like going to shave my head. Because, huh? I'm going to look like the zoo manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just wild. I, I think I think for me, like, like don't get me wrong, Joe Exotic is a psychopath and he's a. <laughs> but I actually like how many times did he get taken advantage of? Oh, a lot. No, no doubt, no doubt. But that's kind of, that's kind of because he's kind of an idiot. But an idiot. like, does he does, does he does he get does he deserve to get be put in jail? Probably. Probably. Uh, should should <laughs> yeah. he have been should he have been convicted for that? Uh, like for putting a hit out on uh carol baskin i don't think so because i think he was set up by jeff lowe and uh the other guy who who jimmy will find but yeah it's i feel bad for joe exotic uh obviously you know i i i felt i i found myself rooting for josh like all of us because he was just thrown into this just looking right. for an opportunity um what do you got there hannah what is that yeah um Ooh. So this is, can you see it? Yes, I, I can't. I can't read it. Oaken Barrel Brewing Company. Oh, it's yeah. Apple this is a Cleveland podcast, and we're supposed to be supporting breweries and look. Stuff. All I have is White Claw in this right now. Oh God, so, White Claw. I mean, White Claw. Well, good. At least yeah, get Bud on, Light Seltzer. <laughs> I've already drank all my wine during quarantine. At least get Bud Light Seltzer. Come on. Well, it's actually, this is actually pretty good. It's a malt beverage brewed with apple cider and honey. Oh. Oh. But it's from Indiana, right? It's from Indianapolis, yeah. Nah. Love the city, but I love the city of Indianapolis, but we're a Cleveland podcast, so. But I know. Sorry, guys. That's okay. That's wow, all right. Hannah, that's just we love everywhere except Pittsburgh. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Oh God! Why did you have to do that? No. I know, I know. I, as soon as I said it, I knew it was coming. I just, I just stopped talking. Guess what? He missed it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Whoops. Back to what I was talking about. So, yeah, and I don't know how none of us have talked about this yet, but uh, Carol Baskin. Oh my goodness! A absolute hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Iconic. That's a, iconic. Well, yeah, but she is a basket case. She oh, yes. is the craziest one of them all. They all I agree. Are. Yeah, but she, she t number one, she fed her husband to the tigers. Definitely biggest hypocrite. Can we well. all agree that that, what? She, she's the biggest hypocrite. Oh, as well. of, yeah. course, can, of course. Yeah. Of course. She, even, she even would say how she did it. Yeah. With the sardine oil. And yes, you're right. Grinder and Dan, that's actually a really good point. I think a lot of people miss that. And I think they include that in in the uh, documentary because how I weird it was when she was like, "Oh, remember when Joe was accusing his zookeepers of putting perfume on his boots or whatever?" Yeah, yeah when the when the tigers were like, "Yeah, yeah," and, and she was like, "That's not even how you would do that." You would right. Start, you Let know, me tell you, like, she was yeah, <laughs> she was literally telling you how she killed her husband. But I, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> and so then, the case and is reopened her, officially, right? Yeah. yeah and then her current husband, um, like weird, 
weird guy. What a like, weirdo. Yeah. What an absolute Whipped. weirdo. Like how like how do you not <laughs> like how do you not like like oh red flag like her husband just disappeared like I'm gonna go marry her. Like really? Dan, I, I wanted to ask you this too. Am I the only I can't be the only one did not see a difference between what she does with her quote unquote big cat rescue and what Joe and Doc Antle do with their things, right? It's the same, same thing. thing. It's all the exactly. same thing. Exactly. She's just she's a absolute master marketer yeah. who <laughs> convinces people that she's trying to rescue the cats rather than pimp them out for monetary gain. And she's the <laughs> right. richest one of them all. Right. And she doesn't pay her employees. Right. Yeah, I caught like that until too. They, like, that like until they wild. like isn't it like until they've like, been there kidding? for like five years and like have jumped through like seventeen different it's, and, it's a cult and promotions and oh, stuff. Yeah, they they have for like, years. Yeah. It's yeah. literally a cult. It's literally a cult. Like and yeah, you, and you, you get oh man. And you brought it up and we haven't we haven't even talked about this. There's so much in this show. Doc Antle. Like Ooh, what a weirdo. Cult. Like he basically is running a sex cult. Yeah. I mean they're all equally just, you know. Oh, they're, they're all, all insane. They're all insane. Every, every and, time you know, they introduce a new character, I'm like, what's their backstory? Like, can it be yeah. as crazy as the one before? Yeah. So, so, and the interesting part is like, we're, we're talking about this and obviously, so we're a Cleveland podcast. We try and find the Cleveland tie in everything we talk about, but it's kind of hard right now because nothing's going on in the city. But this whole story actually does have a tie to Ohio, at least, because they talked. I think it was the first episode or the second. They talked about that all oh, this that happened in Zanesville, yeah. where yeah. the guy basically offed himself, and before he did, he let all of his animals go and run wild in Zanesville, Ohio. I remember that. <clears throat> yeah, that was a huge national story for like mm -hmm. weeks. No, I, I distinctly remember that. And Dan or Hannah, Hannah or Dan that people who own big cats are just going to be crazy like well just so not to like bring the <laughs> entertainment factor hi down, jake i know sorry i no, just he's got good. home so he's a little clingy um <laughs> but i mean if we're looking at it i mean a lot of those characters have not characters people have really sad you know backstory yeah, right yeah. no like, you're she right she was you're talking right. about how she was like carol baskin was like gang raped by her neighbors yeah, he, uh, right, right. Joe Exotic about his dad like not accepting him being gay and how he drove his car off a bridge. Right, like, right. These right. people have like deep seated issues, and they're very clearly like using this as a way to fill this like hole that they have, and like because the animals love them back, right? Where people didn't. But the sad thing is, like the animals are the ones who suffer at the end of the day, and they're like literally like loving them that, like they're using them to fill this void that they have because they want to be loved but it's not what's best for the animals the same thing right. that people who like feed their animals to death because i think they're loving right, them, right. you know yeah. so it's just an extreme case of people with like serious emotional damage so yeah. it's kind of so I, sad in a way yeah and uh it's it's all like the the two the two husbands joe exotics two husbands you, you also got to feel bad for them because oh, they, yeah. oh. neither of them were neither of them were actually gay they just were right, drug right. addicts and they were right. duped right. into you know by his uh you know manipulation into thinking that they were mm -hmm. and uh that uh that one who was missing all the teeth actually got his teeth fixed recently i saw the yeah, pictures the, really uh, oh good he for actually him. looks kind of normal now except for good for him you know the the face tattoos and the neck tattoos and all that stuff right mm -hmm. right but um 
Yeah, yeah what a wild, wild okay. show. And you then know, like you see things that have come out recently about like Shaq being involved because he went there and all that. And like some people here locally have uh, brought up, you know how uh, before his rookie season, Baker had that photo shoot with a tiger. Like people uh, are like, oh, did, oh, did they get that tiger from Joe Exotic? Like what's going on? Like where do you get the tiger to take those pictures? It's just well, wild to see like you know, all the celebrities who are who are connected to these people. Mm-hmm. Bouncing off that, Dan, I guess some of Britney Spears' like VMA performance. Her too. Yeah, she. Yes. They, were, they were there, and it was like a doc. Um, well, they were saying they used all his like Doc Antle had his tigers in like all those movies, so he's probably yeah, like, the yeah, go-to yeah. for celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Honestly, probably good. even like you think a Hangover. Oh yeah probably one of his tigers yeah and, yeah. and if, if if you actually like like logically go through and think about it like it makes sense because where are they going to get those tigers like an actual legitimate mm-hmm. zoo not going to give people tigers to be in their movies right right right, right. so it's right. like the black market or like these cult zoos who just you know have these uh you know tigers and whatever and this doc Antle guy who literally would just kill these tiger cubs after like they got to a certain age and he's never been prosecuted for anything i find is insane well i his his uh his zoo has since been raided for uh, i saw that yeah violation yeah no but you're right dan and it's crazy too because doc annals like he's like double bad because he's not only abusing all these poor big cats but yeah. he's like abusing all these girls. Like he yeah. has like a yeah. sex cult mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, that's what I said like, earlier. He's running like yeah, he's not running yeah. Too. He's running a sex cult. I mean, like I really, crazy I really. The... Oh, speaking of another person, pathetic. The one girl who lived in Ames, Iowa, who was that previously was one of his. Yeah, that was yeah. so sad. Like she really explained like what he's doing there and like what it took to like. There, first of all, before we even talk about the sexual awful things he's doing, uh, he's making these poor girls work like 13, 12, 13 hour days for like nothing, basically working for yep. like little pay. Like what? Is, that's not life. That's, that's not a life. No life yeah. is worth working that. Kind. I mean, at least sure, there might be periods in your life where you put that kind of hours in, but like all for years on end like that's that's not a life that's crazy and and yeah and and then on top of that he's like essentially pressuring them into having sex with him to like really advance in his oh my it's just it's so crazy it's wild man i mean you think of like anything that could be wrong with society like was going on at these zoos yeah yeah drug use cult uh murder uh, robbery with Jeff Lowe basically swindling the zoo out of it's polygamy crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right yeah wow so yeah I mean that is uh that's Tiger King <laughs> if uh, we said spoiler at the beginning of the uh, segment but if you haven't seen it and you listen to this and now you want to watch it watch it even if you don't want to watch it, just watch it. Watch it. <laughs> it's crazy. You have nothing to do. No, none of us have anything to do now for the next month. So just watch it. I mean, what are you going to lose a day? Yeah, don't be one of those people that's like, watch it. Like, just watch it. It's so, it's so fascinating. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
All right, so that's Tiger King. And speaking of Tiger King, let's go right into the top five of the week. Uh, we're bringing this back because we have nothing else to talk about on the show. Because there's <laughs> nothing else going on. So we're in the spirit of Tiger King and Netflix documentaries. We're going to talk about our top five Netflix documentaries that we've either watched or you know, are in the process of watching or maybe want to watch, like whatever. But um, so again, around the virtual room, uh, I will start this time, actually. I feel like yeah. I always go last and I'm sick of it. So go backwards. Go first. Go first. What? So we just go backwards right. from what we just did. All right. Five to one. I actually have these in order. So Ooh. number five to me is the Firefest documentary. Yeah. Good. Um, not because of necessarily how good it is, but it's just the whole Firefest phenomenon thing. That was it last year, I think. It was um, 2019. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's it really when was that's, just that's last when this year. Well, that's when oh. this came out, but I think Firefest was actually in 2018. 20. Yeah, you're uh, right. maybe was, a couple years before. It was. I, I think it was 2018. I think it was. Yeah. So Firefest for me, um, <laughs> just the fact that this guy, this. Like we talked about Jeff Lowe in Tiger King, this con man mm-hmm. who just conned all of these people to fly to the <laughs> Bahamas to an so island wild. that he somehow bought for this music festival. And they show up and there's like war crime tents and like <laughs> cheese sandwiches there, like waiting for them. And they think they're going like they're buying these villas where we're going to stay for a week and just party and see all these concerts it's it is insane and somehow ja rule is involved in this like it's 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 crazy so one of my guilty pleasures that we've talked about on the show is uh for me is jersey shore and mike the situation has just gotten out of spending nine months in prison he was actually in the same prison as billy mcfarland Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. The guy from Firefest. He was also in the same prison as Michael Cohen, uh, our aforementioned president's uh, lawyer, who got sent to prison for three years for like lying to Congress or whatever. So, <laughs> Mike, the situation said that Billy McFar- McFarland is like the weirdest dude he's ever met. Hmm. Like, doesn't talk to anybody. Like, like you have nothing to, like, kind of sort of like what we're going through right now, where we have nothing to do but like sit at home nothing like in prison you sit around and do nothing and like billy mcfarland like wouldn't talk to anybody well it's like the the situation said it okay you know what get off your (laughs) high horse okay he's a wholesome man i couldn't resist it was like you were reporting like you know information you know what i'm sorry you know it's been a long day dan yeah i can tell I know. I think your dog wants to chime in. My dog wants to go outside. <laughs> I think he has something to say about Billy McFarlane. You can you can take him out then because we won't get to your top five for you want to take him that's out. That's true. Go. I could stay on audio. Do you want yeah, to go, go out? Um so anyway, uh number four that so that's number five. Number four for me. Sorry, getting emails apparently. Um number four for me is the devil next door, which oh. is a mm-hmm. Cleveland tie-in, so I had to put it in the podcast. This was that uh, John Demjanjuk, uh, who was, um, what was Ivan it? Ivan the Terrible. Al- Albert, Ivan the Terrible, that's right. Uh, Albert. 
Alvin. <laughs> Sorry. I almost said Albert. Al and then, so here's, so I was going to, I was in the middle of saying Albert and then Jimmy said Ivan. So I said Alvin. I like it. <laughs> Thank goodness for Jimmy keeping us on yeah. track. Um, <laughs> so this is a story about John Demyanyuk who lived in Seven Hills, Ohio. And he was uh, convicted of being Ivan the Terrible. He's literally basically outside of Hitler ordering every single Jew to be killed. He actually carried out the sentence of the Jews being killed at one of the concentration camps. So, And he lived in Cleveland. He lived in our backyard, lived a peaceful life after World War II, but then was, you know, taken back to uh, face his war crimes uh, charges. So that was... Didn't we talk about this documentary? Yeah, we did. I think I was on that episode. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Because it, it was, was like... so good. Yeah. Dan, I have a question. And Hannah, Dan and Hannah, do yeah. y'all actually think he was... It's true that he actually was that guy? So, I uh, I do... <sighs> it's tough. Hmm. I haven't I... seen it yet, and I probably should watch it, but I have not Jordan, seen it. Jordan, is your... Are, is your mic muted on Facebook? Because you're, you're, uh, I hear now you it twice. Is. Yeah, sorry. I, un I accidentally. Oh, it's okay. It. That's all right. I just want to make sure. No, you're um, right. Yeah, I, ah, man, it's so tough. I think he probably was, honestly. For sure. <laughs> did you watch it for too, sure. Jimmy? Yeah, I did. It, yeah, I, I, I think for sure it was him. Yeah, I definitely think he was. So it's, if you haven't watched it, I think it's definitely not, not only because it's got clear eyes, but, like it's it's World yeah, War II stuff, it. and I don't know about anybody else, but no, history and World War II stuff fascinate me. Yep, yep, yep. So okay, okay. Uh, number three for me, we've we've just talked about it. Tiger King. I don't need to go into any more that. Uh, number two, The <laughs> Chef Show. I don't know if anybody has seen oh. that. So has anybody here watched the movie Chef? No, no. So I think it's still on Netflix. Um, it's. It's John Favreau, the guy who directed a lot of the Marvel movies, and he was actually in the Iron Man movie, like uh, the assistant to um, the hell's his name, Tony Stark. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he he did this movie called The Chef, or it's called Chef, not The Chef, and uh, it's just a movie about this guy who is a chef who basically loses everything like he loses his reputation he loses and there's hannah's cat just <laughs> yes, across the... frankie <laughs> is she in front of the computer yeah yeah <sighs> i don't even have this on video Hold on. Frankie. <laughs> all right um, and the guest of the day is hannah's cat frankie. so tell us about yourself frank what are you doing over there bud um uh, okay, she's so anyway, something chef, isn't she so uh chef is the movie it's about this uh, world-renowned chef who kind of gets down on his luck. He gets fired from his job because he can't take the criticism from this food critic. And then it just basically chronicles him working his way back up. And he does that by buying a food truck and just making the simplest of foods. He's in Miami, so he he uh, specializes in making Cuban Cubano sandwiches wow. out of this food truck and then just works his way back and eventually wins over the food truck or the food critic and the food critic becomes his partner to open his next restaurant. So it's, okay. a, it's a real and, and it has the um, it has the main cast, pretty much all of the main cast of the Iron Man movies. So like uh, hmm. Scarlett Johansson's in it. He's obviously in it. John Favreau. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. 
no, I don't think she's in it. But Robert Downey Jr. is in it for a little bit. Oh. Um, Sofia Vergara's in it. Ooh. She's not in Iron Man, but she's in it. Um, so yeah. So that's... is this like a documentary that's just like acted out then? Yeah. So it so it's a documentary based on the movies. The actual documentary got it. is John Favreau going to these different restaurants and learning how these different chefs cook their uh, dishes, their specialized dishes, the way that they do. And so like if if you want to learn how to it's almost like a uh, like a like how you would watch a YouTube video on how to cook a certain thing. So like all these different episodes and there's celebrities that join in with does an episode. Um, they have the cast of Iron Man and Avengers on one of the episodes. It's really cool because they go through the entire process of making an entire dish, whichever dish is on that episode. And then they're just like shooting the breeze like in between. So it's actually a really cool show. And cool. that was number two. So number one for me is making a murderer. Hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely fascinated Thanks. by this series. I thought season two was just as good as season one. Um, I'm still convinced that he didn't kill her, that he was set up. Um, and the second season is only confirming that even more for me. Uh, and I think pretty much unless you live under a rock, you've seen at least some of making a murder. Oh, yeah, so no, no doubt. I don't want to go too far into it, but um, yeah, I definitely don't <laughs> think that he killed that, that girl or that woman. I guess she was 25 when she died. Uh, even though it was at his house, I think he was set up because of the prior rape conviction that they tried to set up on him that he spent like 15 years in jail and eventually got out of. I think the government and the police department wanted to set him up again because for whatever reason they hate him and to spend the rest of his life in jail. So, uh, yeah, that's my top five. Hmm, I can relate to a couple of those, which I kind of guessed. Um, well, why I'll don't go. you go next then, Jimmy? I'll go real quick. Um, <laughs> so number five, you did not mention this, Icarus. Uh, this came Ooh. out in 2017. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Um, yes. It, it covers the doping scandal in Russia in oh, 2017 yeah. for like the Winter Olympics. Uh, well, yeah. So this came out in 2017. So this was about um, how the Russian like Olympic team, they were all doping and they just go behind the scenes. Like initially it wasn't meant to be that it, it was just all about the effects of uh, steroids and doping and how well um, it just like increases your chances of winning and how much better you do, blah, blah, blah. This guy like doped for how many months and then he met some guy and then it kind of just all spiraled downhill from there. So that was, it just shows you how dirty, like not just Russia, like the Olympics are and doping. It's just so prevalent in any sport. Um, it's just happening, whether like we know it or not. So that's a phenomenal one. Number four, uh, Devil Next Door, as Dan already covered it. I won't talk about that. Phenomenal. And yes, that was him. Definitely did it. Uh, number three, <laughs> Fire Festival again. Uh, dumbass, Billy McFarlane. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Billy McFarlane, right? Yeah. Ja Rule, just irrelevant. Uh, number two, I have Conor McGregor, Notorious, the documentary. Ah, Ooh, okay. that's okay. a good one that came out in 2017 as well it just shows his like roots his beginning as an amateur fighter he was living um on like welfare um just you know barely making it 
and he was fighting for a living and now he's you know the most well-known mma fighter in the world so literally after i watched this documentary i got up and ran like three miles i was so inspired i was like i have to get up i was like this guy is so inspiring yeah um and then number one, I have Wild Wild Country. That guy. Yes. Wild Wild Country. You've seen it, Jordan? Yes, I have seen it. You have it's Hannah, insane. Dan? No. I've never seen Isn't it. I don't know what that is. Oh, Dan, you'll okay. love it. This is, this, you will too, Hannah. Jimmy, real quick, not to steal your thunder, it. but this is like this is like Tiger King. R- literally. Crazy. It, literally, it's, like, it's, wow. it's as crazy as Tiger <laughs> King. So I, uh, I, won't, I won't spoil it. It you know has to deal with sex cults, um, just uh pretty very much it, it, very wholesome and it's uh based in oregon it was like in the 80s uh and this guru pretty much had this like combine uh his name was Sri rajneesh he went by osho he has a ton of books out that you can actually you know buy um i'm not hey, sure yo, osho. still yeah uh anyways uh, uh the, so basically the, the, the like number two in command is still alive very much alive and she should be in prison. Yeah, she. Oh, that's she. The home of it. I hated her, but pretty much it's just like the whole feud between this, uh, these like hippie kids that go into this combine and they worship this guru, and it's in this Wasco County, which is like a pretty subtle, uh, like town, small town in Oregon, and they just clash heads and like the, you know, National Guard gets brought in, blah blah blah. It's just a whole mess, but definitely go see it or definitely watch it on Netflix. It's a must watch. So crazy. Yes, that's number one. Who would like to go next? Are we going backwards order? No, well, it's, it's you. It's, it's you or me, Hannah. Do you want to go? Y'all go oh, I don't care. Next. All right, I'll go next. Jordan, you go ahead. And then Hannah, you'll be the finale. All so. right. All right. For for me, uh, number five is Holy Hell. Uh, it is a mind-boggling Frico. Uh, What's it called? Documentary. Holy hell! Holy hell! Okay. It, it's about Holy a hell. sex cult that kind of had its thing in the eighties and nineties. Uh, when I say sex cult, I mean sex cult. Like hmm. that's what it's about. Is it on um, Netflix? It's yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. It, well, at least when I watched it, it was. Um, it's interesting because, and I, I don't want to give away spoilers, but. The be- the first few episodes you don't or the first part of it you don't think sex cult you just think all right it's a weird cult, but the second half you're like oh no this is definitely about sex, so it, it it's very bizarre it's 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 honestly something that I had to read up about afterwards to kind of confirm that it really happened and and it was exactly how the people were saying it was wow it's it's like a movie. If they made a movie about it, you, we would all be like, "Yeah, that's not realistic." But <laughs> like Tiger okay. King, yeah, no, literally, literally. It, 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 I I would put it, it's kind of on those same levels of as Tiger King, and, and yeah, uh, number four is Wild Wild Country. Jimmy, you already kind of touched on that. I don't really have to say. Oh, yeah, I'll just I'll just put in here that the the cult leaders in Wild Wild Country dabbled in assassination attempts through poisoning. And that's yep. not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. But it's kind of a little tidbit if to kind of pique your interest. It's truly bizarre. Um, number three is Tiger King. Again, we're not going to talk about it. I already did. Number two is Hip Hop Evolution. <laughs> um, it's actually really, this is a 
fascinating documentary. If you want to learn hip hop history, and I mean everything from the first spark of what hip hop it was originally to the latest release when the documentary came out, this is your documentary. It breaks it down into origins and regions and regional different the regional hip hop differences and it's opened my mind to what rap and hip hop and all that is. And I, I loved it. I, I really have an appreciation now for all these different artists and these different rappers. Um, it's just kind of a lighthearted, well, somewhat lighthearted, uh, you know, documentary. If you want something that's not dark and, Oh, all these people are dying or whatever. Like it's, it's something interesting. You know, everybody likes music. I, I guarantee you'll enjoy. Uh, and for me, number one is 13th. I don't want to get too into why I think it's so great because we're not a political podcast, but um, it will help. <laughs> oh, you I don't understand. know. After tonight, I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm never getting invited um, back. I'll say this. There's, If you know me, you know where I stand politically. This opened my mind to our U.S. prison system. Mm-hmm. And I won't make any comments about that. I just... If you if you are open minded and you want to learn more about the prison systems, I highly recommend Thirteenth. Uh, blew my mind about things that the prison systems, both government and private, which I didn't even know there was private prisons, but there is. Uh, what they're all about. So yeah, Thirteenth uh, is a very frustrating and fascinating documentary on our prison system. And- hmm. Hannah. It's me. Um, okay. So I could have easily done like a top 20. I'm a huge <laughs> nerd. Um, so these are the ones that like came to mind first, but I, this is, could be, it could be interchanged with so many documentaries that I love, but I'm a big history nerd and I love a good documentary and I love like murder mysteries. So they're Ooh. right up my alley. Um, anyway, so five to one, I have one kind of like upbeat one on here and it sounds really corny, but it's cheer. I don't know if anyone watched cheer at all. Nope. But it, it sounds really like elementary, but it follows this like competitive cheer squad, which I know sounds silly. It is so good and so, so much fun. To watch, I'm sorry. So much fun okay. to watch, and the people, like the kids that they're following, are so entertaining. And it's way more competitive than you realize it is when you're at that level. And yeah, I like cried. I laughed. I enjoyed it so much. It's just everyone, everyone would like it. So my, even though it's about uh, a cheerleading Hannah, squad, my my cousin uh, McKenna is a cheerleader at Florida State for the for the football mm-hmm. team, and she does like national cheer competitions and all that stuff. I guarantee you she's watched it. Oh, it's so good. Hannah, so this is like a very serious... I, I always kind of... I, I don't know why I thought this was like a parody or something, but it's actually a serious, like, no-nonsense documentary. Yeah. Yeah, I kept seeing people post about it, and then it's one of those where you get so invested into the people that you're following that you feel like they're your friends. And you're okay. like rooting for them. And I'm telling you, I cried multiple times watching it. I laughed out loud by myself, which is embarrassing. 
Um, but it's, it's actually really, really well done and you get very into it. It's like one of those things where you're watching the competition and you're like, like when we were watching, rewatching game seven last night, like when you still feel anxious again and you're like sweaty, like that's what it is when you're watching this. Oh, I had the goosebumps. Yeah. It's, you get really into it. Not that we're going to like really get into this tonight, but you know, full, full, full disclosure. I cried again last night. So it was so good to watch that again. Mainly, and I told Jordan this, mainly because of, like, I watched it with my brothers and my dad, and my dad was born in 1964, so we would always joke growing up about how my dad was the curse, because he was born the year that Cleveland last won a championship, so to watch it with him, and like the magna, like how the magnitude of it, like, that's what I thought of, like, winning mm-hmm. a sports championship in the moment, yeah, I cried because of it, but... Now it's not going to make me do that, but <clears throat> like thinking back to that night and like, like immediately, like me, my brothers, and my dad just all just started weeping, and then we're like, "Why are we crying?" And so we like got up and we like dogpiled on my dad on the couch, like we're like telling him like that his demons are exercised because they won a championship. Like, <laughs> so I, it was more so like thinking back on that, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, not to. No, you're good. I would anyway. Highly recommend. Cheer for anyone out there. Um, the next one I have is How to Make a Murder, which several people have already touched on. I mean, it's so good. Second Mm -hmm. season's just as good as the first. Um, the third one, which actually that 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 uh that that lawyer that he gets, what's her name? Like Catherine something. I don't remember. In the second season? How good mm-hmm. is she? She's awesome. Like just at poking holes in like their case, like all mm-hmm. over the place. And she gets shut down every time. But then she finds something else and something else and something else. Yeah, yeah. no. She's someone I would want to defend me, that's for sure. <laughs> Not that we're saying you need defending, but you know. Yeah, what no. are you trying to say here? Yeah, what's going on? I mean, I think I'm good for right now. Unless my dog makes me insane, which he's doing currently. Um, so number three is, which kind of ties into what we were talking about with Tiger King. I don't know if any of you all have seen it, but it's called Blackfish. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. I saw that. A oh, long yeah, time I did. Ago. That's a SeaWorld one, right? Mm-hmm. I have seen it. Yeah. Um, I saw that for the first time a long time ago, and it was when I first really started getting into watching documentaries. And that one was unreal. Oh I thought you were about like, to say that, and that's when I was really starting to get into Shamu. <laughs> ruined it all. I was really into SeaWorld. And that was um, the really last time I sat in the splash zone. No, but like that one really, really hit me hard. You know, like mm-hmm. that one really changed my mentality about a lot of things in the like animal entertainment industry in general. And I feel like as outraged as some people are about this whole um, Tiger King one, like that one exposes tenfold what this does for sure and there are some really like intense videos and things that were caught on camera that are shown in that one so could you imagine by the way right now speaking of shamu and of uh going to where sea world was like in Ge- like over by geauga lake and stuff and like mm. just like urban exploring that area like everything like vegetation growing over and because they didn't demolish anything it's just sitting there Right. Like if you pull right. it up on Google Maps right now, it's it's there. 
Mm-hmm. It's like crazy. So you go to like Shamu's like tank, like his arena, and there's just like this 30 foot hole where his like tank is that used to be filled with water and stuff. Like, like it's crazy. Like think about like going out there and just like looking at it. Well, what was the, yeah. um, it was Geauga Lake. That was the, it was a water park, right? Like an amusement park too. Geauga Lake was an amusement park. Yeah. God, and I, then it, it had a water God. park and then it was connected to SeaWorld. So when did it when did it close? Um, 2007. So it opened yeah. in 1887. Closed 2007. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This, it was owned by Cedar Fair. Yeah. Crazy. I used to I used to go there all the time. All the yeah, time. Yeah, I think we did Sit too. In the splash zone. I almost got kicked out of SeaWorld once because after his show, it was a class trip, and we were walking along the the tank glass, and I stuck my arm over and into the water. Like, like Shamu wasn't in there anymore, like so or something. But like, and I almost we almost got kicked out because of that. What a security guard come over? Your arm could have gotten bitten off. He wasn't in the tank at that point. He had swam to the back. They swam him to the back. Could have fell in. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) would have been Blackfish Mm two Sorry, sorry, Hannah. Keep going. That's fine. Um, (laughs) So number two I have, which we've also brought up already, was the devil next door. Um, Just with the Cleveland ties with that and how well that documentary was done was so interesting to me. And I do believe that he was a Nazi. And I believe he was a terrible Nazi. Whether I think he was Ivan the Terrible, I don't know. But I don't think it's like debatable that he was something. So I'm very okay with how it ended up yeah um so for me you know we can debate whether he was this person or not but bottom line is he was a nazi and he killed people so i have no sympathy for that man Mm -hmm. yep um and then number one which came out i believe last year uh was the central park five oh that documentary like rocked me to my core that is one of the most messed up heartbreaking stories i've seen ever um and that documentary was insanely well done um and then they have that after episode with uh, with oprah i believe where the all five of them are there and it's just it just kills you to hear these stories and these kids who whose lives were ruined you know and yeah jordan i know you touched a little bit on the prison system i mean it's not really It's not all about that, but a little bit. No, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I know. It's heartbreaking to see these kids and, you know, how drastically their lives were altered by this. Um, But the documentary, the the kids who played them in the documentary were unreal. Um, So the acting and the storytelling and that (laughs) one really got me. I think that's like hit me emotionally more than any documentary I've ever watched. So that would be my top five. Awesome. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if you guys uh, get a recommendation that we give you and you watch it and you like it, or even if you up on social media and tell us about it, tell us what you think for any of these documentaries, and uh, we'd love to have discussion about it. Um, I mean, that's pretty... I, I, we don't have anything to talk about with sports. There's nothing going on. Um, we could try and manufacture stuff, but We've been talking for a long time already. So 
The only thing that's worth talking about really is the the Browns jersey reveal rumors that everybody is tweeting about. So, um, but I don't really want to talk about that because who cares? They'll come out when they come out. It'll be in a couple weeks. Um, so before we wrap everything up, uh, I just kind of want to go around the room. We're now like two weeks, almost two weeks of being in the stay at home order. Uh, I know I've been working from home now two and a half weeks. So like, how are you guys doing? How's everybody doing? Like, how are you guys dealing with this? How, like, what are your thoughts? Like (laughs) we have at least another month of this now. So. Um, how's everybody doing um, with what's going on? Do you want to go first, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I think I've I've told all of you guys this in certain instances in certain ways. I'm just completely going stir crazy, and like, I don't like it now. It's 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 gone on long enough now where I don't like it when people are like, oh, just you have champ, just go take him for a walk. That's not helping. Like, <laughs> right. I take him for walks every day. Like I take him for walks every day anyway. Like even if we weren't like shut in, like that doesn't like, it's not really like something that I don't do normally. So it still feels that that part still feels normal. So like sitting in my house, like for almost three weeks now, like <laughs> I'm going insane, especially with nothing like no sports to watch or anything. Like I watched game seven last night as if it was happening live because like, that's where I'm at right now, which is kind mm-hmm. of crazy. So um, I'm, I'm having to do a lot more dishes recently because I'm cooking. Every- um, so that's that I'm, I'm out of uh, dishwasher detergent. So I have to go to the store tomorrow to get more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know it's necessary. Like I'm not trying to say like I'm, this like stay at home order i know that we have to do this like kicking and screaming we have to do it but that doesn't mean it doesn't <laughs> suck so like staying at home all the time sucks like i'm i'm somewhat of an introvert and like i don't mind like on a weekend like staying at home and like not doing much but when i'm told i that's what i have to do like i i get i get like stir crazy it's understandable so, that's me I'll I'll talk a little bit. Um, you know, last semester of college, um, I'm supposed to be graduating uh, a month and seven days from now. So uh, that's not going to happen. They uh, set our commencements pushed back. You know, for the for the foreseeable future, uh, nobody really knows. But um, yeah, it's just a weird time. I really feel for you know coming from a college kid's perspective. I didn't really have the traditional route. Like I didn't stay at the same place for four years, but to the kids that did and, you know, develop those friendships and those bonds and uh, like the routines at, at this, you know, four year school, it sucks to just kind of be kicked out. So, uh, so early. And I know we've known this for a few weeks now, but um, I think it's really starting to hit uh, for people um, just knowing that like, this is life for, you know, who knows how long um, I'm just trying to keep myself busy i still have school work you know i have a piano i've been practicing nonstop. probably not that great oh. yet but you know yeah we're we're learning um yeah man i don't know it, it helps like dan said you can go for a walk all you want it just doesn't that doesn't help like no. it, it it's nice on days like today when the sun's out and it's a little you know warm out and and it helps seeing people walking around the neighborhood Makes you feel a little better, like summer's coming, but you just know that it's not going to be normal for a little bit. So, um, 
I mean, I kind of look for Twitter sometimes for some amusement and uh, some relief, as bad as that is. I spend so much time, and I want to. We should do weekly reports on our screen time and see how much oh goes up. Oh, how I'm much goes up? Pretty embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine's terrible too. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So that's that's uh, my week. Hannah, do you want to go or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. You go. So I've been doing okay. Um, my job, thankfully, I can do pretty much from home, but I am popping in the office about once a week. So that gives me a little bit of a, an outlet. Um, I think Lakewood is a pretty decent city to be quarantined in because there's a lot of things that are walkable. So like, for instance, this morning Very I true. got like a curbside to go coffee from like a local coffee shop and like walk Jake up there. So that helps. Um, Did you just call him Jacob? No, I said I walked Jake up there. Oh, Jake up there. I thought you <laughs> yeah. said Jake. I thought you said I walked Jake up there. Yeah, that's no. what I heard. <laughs> I heard that too, to be honest. That's funny. I should start calling him Jacob when he's in trouble. Yeah, that's his full name. Um, so anyway, I think because Lakewood's so active and there's so much around and I look out the window now working from home, I don't feel as stir crazy as I think I could. Um, yeah, but it's definitely starts to wear on you. I think like the novelty of everyone working from home and getting like a, a break or whatever you wanted to try to like phrase it as is starting to wear off and the reality setting in that this could be a lot longer than we thought. So you almost feel like claustrophobic, you know, like you can't yeah. go anywhere. Uh, for me, I'm having a really hard time too because you know I have nieces and nephew in Florida, and I had planned to at least see my new nephew in April. So that's a big yeah. bummer for me, and you don't really know when you're going to be able to see them again. Yeah, so I feel like you're missing out on moments, but you know I'm trying to make the best of it and be able to do as many things virtually as possible. And thankfully, like we live in a world where can do so much virtually and i'm thankful like to podcast. still have it yeah well even just the fact that like i still have my job you know i don't have to worry about that oh i know yeah. you know there's so much that i don't have to worry about that other people do so i'm trying to focus on those things instead um but you know living alone which is different when you're quarantined is a yeah, little bit that, tougher I, I i that's that's me right now my roommate yeah doesn't live with me right now so mm -hmm. i've been by myself for almost three weeks so yeah i know how that is once in a while i get to see jordan's face that helps i did today <laughs> how could that help it does as you see a live person yeah even <laughs> if it's me even though it was a quick quick uh in and out of the office today it was nice just to see people yep so but I'm good. I think Easter That's is going to be sad. Yeah, yeah. Easter is going to be sad. And then the very next day. So I'm going to have a really rough two days. Yeah. yeah. I know. For sure. We're going to have to. You know if what? anybody wants to. If anybody wants to. Uh, what are you doing, Jordan? I'm pointing to you because I have something to tell you. You have what? I have something, have something to, to say about your birthday. Oh, for, for your birthday, you should. Well, party for you. For now, you totally cut out. Oh, sorry. Uh, download the House Party app. 
and then we'll have a virtual birthday party for you. Oh yeah. And then yeah, and then like when when this shit's all over, we'll <laughs> actually have a real birthday party for you. So yeah, right. Who knows? It might be like August. Oh, don't say that. I said Please. this at the beginning of the episode. If if this impacts football season, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah. No, I know. I really don't because uh, like that's. Uh, uh, I'll I'll jump in for my little segment now. I I'm actually positive be feeling. Um and part of this is just I'm I don't know. I I I don't really panic about a lot of things in my life in life, but it's been weird. It's been surreal. Um I'm I guess blessed is the word that I still have a job and yeah. that I get to actually go into my job. Every, mm-hmm. for five days of the week for a few hours which some people might think that's a negative for me it's a, a huge positive um because it's a sense of normalcy uh and so i really have been blessed with that um so i just want to put that out there number two i've been very creative the last few weeks and i've been cooking new recipes dan you're a smoothie guy i've been doing smoothies every nice. morning now there you go. Uh, and I love it. I absolutely don't know what breakfast is if it's not a smoothie at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I started running again, which I haven't done in probably five years. So we'll see how long that lasts, but I've been doing it for the last few days and it's felt great. It hurts, but it feels great, good at the same time. Um, so there's positives, you know, but there's a lot of negatives. Uh, Dan, Hannah and Jimmy, you all, we're all sports people here and sports <laughs> is everything to me. And, and, um, it was very frustrating, uh, especially as an NBA fan. That's my favorite sport and premier league mm-hmm. those are my two favorite sports. Both of those are probably going to be voided. Uh, and it's devastating to me. Um, yeah, it's, it's not fun. Um, you never want to miss anything, right? You yeah. don't want to miss any sports season. And that's what we're looking at. Baseball uh, not starting has been super. Yeah, and, well, even baseball is in <laughs> yeah spot mm. right now because baseball's not going to start for a while either. Yeah, so so long story short, it's been rough. <laughs> I've been watching and I've been watching new things on Netflix. I've been I da- I bought Left 4 Dead 2, which is a goofy zombie video game, which kept me entertained. And like I said, the the trying new cooking recipes and the smoothie thing, weirdly enough, is giving me life right now um running and walking around lakewood has been great uh and the podcast has been an amazing thing and i'm sure we can all agree on that it's something to look forward to every thursday yeah um yeah so it's been weird it's surreal i know in a month that probably won't be as positive as i am right now but for now i'm I'm fairly positive and i just want to throw this out there to all you guys and to our listeners you know, download a video chat app and we all need to kind of support each other right now. Um, okay. It might be the only thing I'm, I'm blessed. And I use that word again, blessed because I have a roommate and, and I have a girlfriend who lives a quarter of a mile away and she comes over time. And my roommate has a girlfriend who's over all the time. So we have people who we've been exposed to mm-hmm. for the last month or what well, for months. And so we're able to hang out with each other. And I know not everybody has that. So that's why I want to plead with everyone to video chat each other and find something, maybe even 
start a podcast. This is a great time to start a podcast. So <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna start, start. I'm gonna start my own. <laughs> no, yeah, don't yeah, start. Right. We don't need. We don't. No, 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 no. No, we don't need any more competition. No, no, no. no right, no. right, yeah. Well, Let's maybe, 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 maybe not a podcast. But How about listen to ours instead? Yeah, listen to our podcast. <laughs> don't start your own. And listen to ours. You know what? That's a good point, Dan. Become friends with us and reach and out. You guys exactly. can always come on our podcast. Yeah. That's if you guys need, you if you guys right need to video chat with somebody. This is how yeah. we do our podcast uh, now is through exactly. video chat. So come on exactly. with us. We'll talk hey, about sure. documentaries and stuff because we can't talk about Cleveland sports or or breweries like we usually do. Right. Right. Hey, Jordan. Yes. Like kind of going off what you're saying with like the video chatting apps, too. I think one of the things like we've found is to be creative. You know, yeah. we mentioned doing like a virtual happy hour for Dan's birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, group FaceTimes, like, with your family. I know, like, our work did, we uh, had the bartender from XYZ Tavern do a virtual happy yes. hour with our whole company to show us, not our whole, our whole branch, to show us how to make drinks at home. And we all did it yeah. together. It and fun. it was super, super fun. And we were supporting a local business. So you can be creative with how you use, like, these video chats and, 100%. you know, ways to stay in touch with people. Um, I know we're talking about doing, like, a virtual workout you know, in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that things like that. I mean, the more you expose yourself to that and see people's faces, I know it definitely helps my morale when I'm actually looking at people and talking. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right. Awesome. Uh, well, we are pushing two hours on this podcast. So <laughs> Jimmy Yay. is over there stressing. Um, <laughs> that's going to, that's going to end it for us. Uh, we've got, uh, nothing else to talk about because there's nothing else going on. So, um, as always, as we're going through this uh, coronavirus time, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Um, like we said on this, I guess, self-help segment that we just did, um, reach out to people. Uh, I know people find it weird to talk on the phone now, and it's even weirder to video chat with people. Yeah, don't find that weird. Just do, do it. it. Just yeah. do it. Even, mm -hmm. if it's, even if it's just random. I mean, the person that you're calling most likely is feeling lonely just like you. So. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, we definitely encourage that for sure. Um, yeah. As always, like we did for our beer. Well, we did uh, support local businesses like we did for our beers of the week uh, for our local breweries. Um, go. I would stress if you feel comfortable going out and going to the place, go directly to the brewery to get your beer because that money goes directly to that small business rather mm -hmm. than a portion of it going to mm -hmm. a large supermarket chain or something like that, which is totally fine. But um, if you have the option to actually go to the brewery, I would suggest doing that. Um, they will love you. Um, so definitely do that. Support your local restaurants with takeout orders if you can. And uh, tip well, because uh, as uncertain as we are, uh, we all still, well, Jimmy is still technically a college student, but we, we all still have our jobs. So, but these people that working at these small businesses either have temporarily lost their jobs, permanently lost their jobs, or they're worrying every day, okay, is this the day that we're going to close? Like Collision Bend, who was doing takeout beer today, announced that they're temporarily closing until this is all uh, done. So support those people. Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it. So uh, this has been episode 102. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. 
You can check us out on our website, lotlpodcast.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes with our embedded links. And uh, it's actually kind of cool to go back and listen to old episodes. So I suggest you when guys. When life was as, normal. Huh? When life was normal. Yeah. Well, as, as we have all this time to like, you know, find stuff to do, go back and listen to our late, our uh, early episodes. It was interesting to see how we've grown. I've actually done that recently and it's, some of it's interesting. Um, so yeah. So for uh, Hannah, who uh, joined us again. Thanks for uh, having me. Sure. For Jordan and for Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay safe, be well, and uh, have a good night. Bye. Hey. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>